So uh, uh, tonight's uh, passage is from Mark chapter 5 and uh, verse 21. When Jesus had again crossed over by boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the lake. Then one of the synagogue leaders named Jairus came, and when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet. He pleaded earnestly with him, My little girl is dying. Please come and put your hand on her so that you will be healed and leave. So, so she will be healed and leave. So Jesus went with him. A large crowd followed and the pressing around him. And the woman there who has been subject to bleeding for 12 years, she has suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and has spent all she had yet. Instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. Because she thought, if I just touch this, his clothes, I would be healed. Immediately, her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was free from her suffering. Verse 30. At once Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my clothes? You see the people crowding against you, his disciples answered, and yet you can ask, Who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and, trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. While Jesus was still speaking, some people came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, they said. Why bother the teacher anymore? Overhearing what they said, Jesus told them, Don't be afraid. Just believe. Super. Thanks, uh, thanks, Grace. Thanks, Avinash. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a great, and it's um, yeah, so it's, it's a great passage of scripture. We, we're going to be continuing our, our "Here I Am" uh, series this evening, and um, and and really, what I want to um, really what I want to do is um, maybe take a, a bit of a different angle, perhaps um, when we look at this when we look at this story. So. This, um, this Here I Am, this Here I Am series, what it's done is it's kind of focus on, um, on, on individuals' reaction to God. They've kind of looked at how, um, you know, their, their, their willingness to serve. You know, here I am, send me, that, you know, that kind of thing. Here, here I am aren't, you know, kind of aren't magic words that, um, you know, that, 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 that were spoken by these people. It wasn't, you know, kind of, this is a, a cue to get into service or anything, um, or anything like that. What they are is a kind of a demonstration of a person's heart, a demonstration of their, of their willingness to serve. Um, so, just flick the, the first, uh, first slide up. So, um, oh, it's a little bit small, isn't it? But, um, but I'm just going to go through a little bit of a kind of an introduction here from a, a kind of a, a slightly, um, this, this lady is slightly different to the other people that we've heard about during this series. So, um, she's, um, she's, been moved into the presence of Christ um, because of her desperation, basically. Um, 
she's at this really low point in her life. Really, you know, she's really at, at rock bottom. And uh, we'll kind of unpack that a little bit. And, and it did remind me, as I was kind of putting this together, it did remind me a bit of the... Uh, of, of Alpha, actually, at, um, at Coldingley on, on Wednesday. And uh, there was a couple of guys, really really solid Christian guys, and uh, they were just kind of sharing how they'd kind of come to Christ at a really rock-bottom time um, in, their, in their lives. They kind of just, things couldn't get any, um, any, any worse at all. And they just reached out um, in, um, in, in, in desperation. And it's probably a scenario that many of us can relate to, whether or not it's, how we came to, uh, to know Jesus, or whether it was um, kind of testimony that we have where we've just totally lost no idea what we're going to do next, how we're going to move forward, and we just reach out, um, reach out to, to Jesus. And so we're going to explore how this unnamed lady kind of came to, came to do that. It, you know, in, in the lead up to this, you, you kind of you know, when you think about her and suffering, suffering from this condition for, for 12 years, it's um, one of those times when, you know, again, kind of talking about prayer and, again, <laughs> kind of been a, been a Christian for maybe a longer time, you might have had that experience um, where I, I've certainly had this, where you just feel like your, your prayers are hitting the ceiling and your tears are hitting the floor. Like, you just, um, you just can't, you know, you just can't see a way out. You can't, can't understand what exactly is going on um, and and as I say I think we can all relate to this but the other characters we've sort of seen in the um, in, in the in this series in this here I am series I think of them as like really strong men of Christian faith who I kind of aspire to be like who I look up to I kind of look at the way you know not everything in their life obviously but you know you kind of think ah, oh, you know they're they're um, you know they're they're strong um, they're, they're they're strong strong guys. Um, they've got great credentials. Um, yeah, kind of a stellar stellar upbringing. Um, and if you were picking a picking a team of uh, you know of kind of you know kind of in 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 the playground of your your, your Bible superstars, um, you know you'd have some of the, some of the um, some of these guys on the on the team. Um, this lady probably wouldn't get picked. Um, very, uh, very early on in that selection process, she probably wouldn't be lost. I'm not saying she'd be lost, but I, you know, she she might be a fair way down the uh, a fair way down the, the, the um, you know the the, the the rankings. So, the the thing is with this this here I am series is that it focuses very much on um, on individuals' reaction to God, um, you know, kind of God's instruction to them, um, and and of course those things aren't mutually exclusive, like kind of having the, um, the reaction and God's instruction. You know, they're, I say, they're, 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 they're not mutually exclusive. But I can honestly say I'd never really thought about this lady's approach to Jesus um, before I'd put this, um, before I'd put this, this, um, this, this talk together. Um, I've, I've always kind of, you know, obviously, you know, very familiar with the story, and I'd always thought, much more about Jesus's um, kind of healing, saving power. That had very much been the way that I'd um, kind of thought about this um, this story, and I really wanted to try and kind of flip it a bit and kind of think about the the here I am from the you know kind of from from that from that other um, from that other perspective. So first off, let's just kind of get our heads around the uh, get our heads around the story. 
And as I say, very familiar um, to us. I, I chose the account from Mark. I could have chosen the account. I mean, it's, it's, in, um, it's in Matthew and it's in Luke. Um, it's in Luke as well. But the reason I went with uh, the reason I went with Mark is because of uh, basically because of Mark's writing style. Partly, um, you know, he kind of he moves things along. Like none of the commentators say lickety split, but I think that's how Mark um, moves things along. We, we we move things along nice and quickly with Mark. Um, the uh, the word immediately is used in Mark uh, more than any of the other Gospels. You know, it's kind of you know Jesus did this immediately, immediately. You know, he's kind of he's moving everything along, but he pauses. Um, he, he pauses to um, to kind of unpack um, this um, this this event um, with, uh, with 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 a lady with a bleeding um, kind of uh, which is which is interesting. It's kind of it's obviously something that was very important um, um, important to him. So the, uh, the the picture that Marx painted. Um, up until this point, as I said, it's kind of of Jesus' busyness, you know, kind of what he was doing, he's very active, um, and, uh, you, know, this is, um, you know, this is what he's up to, um, and he's, he's moving, you know, moving everything along. And one of the things that's, again, a kind of really interesting here is a kind of the unclean nature of the, um, of, of the miracles, kind of um, like these, these three miracles that have kind of happened in quite quick succession. So, we didn't read it, but actually, what's, what's kind of happened is, uh, um, kind of prior to um, prior to Jesus' uh, kind of arrival in Galilee, where Jairus um, comes up to him, he's just kind of been um, at, like landed at the Gerasenes, and he's um, driven some demons out of um, or the, the, the demon legion um, out of the man who was um, kind of in that um, living in that cemetery. So again, a kind of an unclean um, kind of um, like an unclean area, um, and. Um, and then, you know, then he moves on to this miracle where we've got, um, yeah, we've got this lady who's um, kind of suffering from this, um, you know, from this bleeding, which we, again would have made her, which would have made her unclean. Um, and then we've also got this, um, you know, this, um, um, we've got Jairus, who is also, um, you know, talking about death and illness of his, um, of his daughter. So, um, so we've got this kind of unclean, um, unclean nature and Kind of focusing in on this um, on this lady um, in particular, um, Leviticus explains just um, yeah just kind of the um, kind of the, um, the kind of the um, the, the law around um, this sort of illness. So Leviticus fifteen twenty five explains that when a woman has a discharge of blood for many days at a time other than her monthly period, or has a discharge that continues beyond her period. She'll be unclean as long as she has the discharge, just as in the days of her period. Any bed she lies on while her discharge continues will be unclean, as is her bed during her monthly period. And anything she sits on will be unclean, as during her period, anything, anyone who touches them will be unclean. They must wash their clothes and bathe with water, and they will be unclean uh, until evening. So... This lady shouldn't have been where she was, um, you know, kind of in the crowd, in the, um, in, in the town, according to the law. Um, and that's why she was in stealth mode. That's why I've kind of, you know, she was, uh, I mean, I'm kind of making light of it, you know, she was kind of forced to activate the, the tiptoe and the disguise. Um, but actually, it was, you know, it was quite a serious, you know, quite a, you know, quite a, serious, um, quite a serious thing. Um, really, um, you know, really, really horrible. And, and just that kind of that, that feeling of being um, being ostracized 
is a, uh, is a really, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, it would have, would have just been absolutely, um, but I kind of, well, just, just, been, just been horrible. Um, and, you know, we're, we're, built for, we're built for community. We know we're built for community. And it, it reminded me of, the, uh, of that, that theme tune for the, uh, the 1980s sitcom Cheers. Um, and uh, the, 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 the lyrics go like this. Uh, Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name and they're always glad you came and you want to be where you can see our troubles are all the same. You want to be where everybody knows your name. And um, this lady couldn't do that. Um, you know, she couldn't go with a friend. Um, no one was glad she came. Um, you know, when we look at the, the other miracles, um, you know, we sometimes see people calling out to Jesus. You know, here I am. You know, come and you know, come and come and see me. Come and speak to me. Um, we see people being lowered through, um, you know, through through a roof by their friends. You know, that's that really is a here I am, isn't it? Yeah, here I am as I come through the uh, hole in the ceiling. Um, yet here we have this. Um, yeah, here we have this woman who, alongside her, her physical pain and her discomfort, um, I mean, let's, let's be honest, I mean, in the 21st century, um, this is, uh, is still going to be an awkward condition to, um, to, to, to deal with, like to, to manage it. Um, she's been, she's been kind of, she can't have full interaction with the community. And to cap it all, she's spent all her money on unsuccessful medical solutions. So she's now um, in physical discomfort, uh, she's lonely, and she's broke. Um, and you can't help but wonder how her spiritual health uh, would have been at this point. Uh, I mean, you'd think that she would be praying, you'd think that she'd be reaching out to, um, yeah, she'd think she'd be reaching out to, to God for, for relief, for normality, and, uh, and those prayers haven't been answered in the way that she would want them to be answered over the last over the last 12 years. So, you know, the reason I, I mention um, all this um, is because of the unusual, unusual nature of a stealthy approach. The thing is, she, she wanted to approach Jesus for, uh, for healing, but we imagine she felt like she was breaking the law. Um, um, you know, she was unwelcome. Um, and considering the, the wider picture... Um, Jesus is busy. I mean, he's, you know, he's blue lighting his way through the streets of Galilee to, um, to, Jairus's, uh, to Jairus's daughter, um, where there's a child, you know, or to Jairus's house where there's a child dying. Um, and I'm not going to fully unpack that because I'll probably start crying. But the, um, you know, but the, whole, the whole thing of, you know, the, you know, Jesus is going to a sick, dying child. Um, and, uh, and, and here's this, um, you know, here's this lady with, a, with, an, with an ongoing health complaint. It, well, it just makes me wonder, I mean, maybe it's just cultural sensibilities, but you'd have to have some nerve, wouldn't you, to jump in front of an ambulance and stop it on its way to an emergency and say, I've got an ongoing health complaint. Um, can, you, can you help me with it? Um, and, um, you, know, you know, just wonder how this lady rationalises her actions. You know, she, she probably doesn't really process it in a kind of in the way that I'm going to kind of, kind of break it break it down um, but she kind of makes her faith fit her circumstances she, she wants Jesus to heal her she knows that Jesus can heal her he know, she knows he has that um, he has that power um, and kind of despite all the other quacks that she's been to she knows that, that Jesus um, can, can do that and, and like a thief she needs to kind of 
kind of get in there, get healing, and, uh, and get out with nobody seeing. And uh, you'd um, kind of presume, um, I can't presume, that she'd rather not interrupt Jesus' immediate mission, like kind of don't want to get in the way of uh, what, he's, uh, what he's kind of on his way to, to go and do. I mean, there, there are no other miracles mentioned um, where a person touches Jesus' cloak. Um, and um, this, this lady's kind of, um, kind of seeking um, healing is, um, is, is out of desperation and, as I say, kind of making her faith fit her circumstances. Sometimes you know, we don't feel worthy to, um, you know, to, to, to make that approach. Um, she knew she was a lawbreaker. Um, she knew she had nothing to offer. She hasn't got health. She's got no vibrance. She's got no, um, she's got no money. Um, you know, she's, um, she, she's, she's not going to be a first pick for, um, you know, for anything. But don't let that stop you reaching out. You know, that's, uh, it's just such a kind of a critical message. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a great um, one to, to share with, uh, with, with others. Um, and in fact, even if we do have vitality, um, money, good works, intellect, actually we're still not worthy to, uh, to, to, to reach out. So I want to move on to our next, our next point. So we've got, her kind of, we've got this lady, she's, uh, she's in stealth mode, she's, uh, she's reached out and, uh, and she's successful, successful healing. I mean, just imagine her reaction when she's healed that immediate like, flush of wellness um, and wholeness in her body. It's like she, you know, it says in the passage, you know, she knows she's healed. She knows she's, she's complete. She's like, a, like I said, like in that thief analogy, she's like the diamond thief. She's kind of got a hand on the, uh, on, on, on the diamond and uh, the plan works. She's got in there. She's got a hand on the diamond. Um, she's just got to, get back to, got to get back to safety. But then suddenly the alarms go off um, and uh, she's been found out. I mean, it really is a, um, a moment of of getting caught with your hand in a cookie jar, isn't it? It really is one of those, um, yeah, one of those, um, you know, one of those moments. And uh, and everyone in the crowd's got a different um, different reaction. You'd you'd imagine. I mean, the uh, the disciples are saying, Jesus, are you sure? <laughs> you know, it's proper busy. Um, you know, there, there was lots of people that would have touched you. Um, the crowd, I guess, they would be thinking the same thing, or um, you know, what you know. What's he talking about? Why do you think that someone's done it? Whether or not there was someone else in the crowd, whether everyone's just thinking, was it me? I did definitely, my elbow nudged him as I was getting jostled along. Um, and, um, I, you know, I can't imagine what Jairus was, was thinking, but it would have been along the lines of hurry up, I'm sure. You know, it just, uh, you know, do we, do we really need to, um, to, to, to bother? So, so why did Jesus ask this question? You know, why, why, why did he, you know, why, why did he stop and, uh, and, and call her out? Well, he's just, um, Jesus is just so brilliant. And uh, his mind works on just such a perfect level. And I know it's stating the obvious. But he's just, uh, you know, just trying to um, kind of get inside Jesus' head on this and, and kind of just try and wonder, um, you know, what, what, the, you know what, the, what, what the benefit is. Because my thinking's so skewed by, like, selfishness and by the world and by what goes on. And, and yet his, his thinking's always so... Um, so perfect. So he has faith that everything is going to be okay. It's all part of God's plan. Jairus' daughter is all part of God's plan. You know, he can, he, he can, he can know that and have faith um, in that. You know, he's a, you know, he might be limited by his physical kind of um, 
body being, you know, 100% man um, and limited by the space-time continuum and everything, you know, and all, all that stuff. But he knows his dad's got it all in hand. You know, he knows his father and he knows that he's, he's got it under control. Um, he can afford the time and there's someone right now in the crowd that is a bigger priority than a dying child. And that kind of that, that angle is just, uh, just, just amazing. I mean, there was me kind of pondering, uh, kind of, uh, yeah, kind of uh, hand on chin, thinking about, you know, well, it means that no doctor can claim responsibility for, for their healing. Um, um, it means that those around can, can witness um, Jesus' power, even touching his, uh, even touching his clothes. Um, it shows that Jesus wasn't, um, wasn't going slightly mad about somebody kind of coming in and, um, and, and touching him. But actually... That's, uh, you know, that's not it, is it? You know, it's the, the, the priorities, and he's got um, absolute um, confidence in, um, in, in, in what his father can do. I mean, I do wonder, you know, I said there's no one else who's been healed in this way. You do wonder whether or not anybody else was healed in this way, but Jesus didn't feel the need to actually call them out on it, like didn't all kind of get them, get them up, up, you know, up, up, the, up the front, you know. Um, you know, they could have been healed and then, um, you know, kind of gone about their, um, gone about their business. Um, that was, uh, but that was what was needed in these circumstances. The, the lady needed to, um, to, you know, to, to come out. And, and I did think about this, um, you know, this here I am. I did think about calling it, um, I was thinking, do I call it called out or do I call it here I am in fear and trembling? Because... That's how she comes forward. She comes forward with that, um, you know, with, with, that, with that fear and, uh, and, and, and trembling. Um, you know, the, the, um, you know the, the, the difference between this lady and, uh, you know, maybe Isaiah. You know, Isaiah comes, you know, comes forward, here I am, send me. But this lady is, um, you know, is, is entirely, um, entirely different. I mean, Keith, Keith spoke about Caleb. I love Caleb, you know, so good. You know, Caleb's appeal to Joshua, here I am, 85 years young, you know, here I am ready to, ready to go for it. Um, total, um, you know, total opposite. Um, you know, she, she, she doesn't feel ready to say, um, here I am. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because she, she has faith enough to know that Jesus will heal her. She has faith enough to know that if I just reach out and touch his cloak, he'll heal me. And she's worried about whether or not he's going to be nice to her. It's a kind of, it's a weird, weird dilemma. And I think that happens um, in, like, in, in faith in general. It's, and quite often for new Christians, you know, Jesus is brilliant, but is he nice? I, I mean, I wonder whether she was worried about the crowd. She was confident in her, his, Jesus' healing, but will he protect her from the crowd and, and the fact that she's in the wrong place? Did she not want to make a commitment? Was she worried that by going forward she was going to have to kind of commit to something she didn't want to? Or is it, is it simpler? Is it just she didn't want to fuss? Um, she's, a, she's a woman of her time. She's been treated poorly because of her gender. She's been excluded because of her disability. She's unable to buy friends. Nobody wants to be her friend. She hasn't got money to, you know, people don't want to associate with her because she's not well off. Um, and um, society's told her she's useless. You know, she, she believes it. You know, she believes that's, that's where she's at. She's been judged as a waste of space and energy. Um, and I just want to be like Jesus. Um, you know, this lady needed priority. She needed a word. And uh, even though she would rather have not have had it, you know, um, she didn't want to come forwards. But the suspense, it must have been palpable, mustn't it? Kind of uh, Jesus asking, you know, who was it? Um, and... Uh, then um, she, um, she comes forwards. 
And, and maybe she came forwards because she didn't, want to look, uh, she didn't want Jesus to look bad. Maybe she thought, oh, Jesus is kind of, you know, put the crowd a muttering. And maybe, maybe she's going forwards because of that. Maybe she came forwards because she thought Jesus had more to offer. Maybe she came forwards because she thought, actually, um, I'm going to get found out anyway. Jesus knows um, it was me. It was the, the uh, yeah, the, you know, the, the, the small child who's, uh, who's eaten the chocolate cake and, uh, and, and denied it. You know, Jesus knows, um, you know, the, 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 crumbs are, the crumbs are there. Um, and I think this is the most likely. She, she knows that Jesus knows it was her. Because the way she comes forwards, um, she, um, she, she comes, comes forwards like this. Uh, then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. And, and this moment, you can't even ignore the crowd. They just fade into the, into the background. If you're shooting this in a film, you know, like the crowd just fade into the background. Jairus is, is ignored um, the disciples, they're ignored. It's just like time has stood still for, for Jesus um, and, this, and this woman. She's totally in front of him at his, um, at his mercy, open to judgment. Jesus, here I am. That's it. That's all she's got. Jesus, here I am. She's not, she's not vigorous like Caleb. She's not a leader like Moses. She's not young like Samuel. She's just who she is. Here I am. And so what does, what does Jesus do? What, does, you know, what's, what is Jesus' reaction to, the, to, this, to this lady coming forwards? So um, we pop the, next, uh, pop the next slide up. So we've got, um, yeah, kind of here I go in peace. This is, this is Jesus' reaction. It's kind of interesting as well. Jesus doesn't say to her, your sins are forgiven. Um, Jesus isn't angry because of her approach. Jesus has seen her faith in action he knows her. He loves her. So, so what, does he, what does he say? He says, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. And daughter, I mean, that term is just packed with love, just absolutely packed with love. You want your child to do well. Um, you support them in their interest. You, you want the, and long for the best for them. And this outcast goes from being marginalised to being included as Jesus' daughter. Um, I mean, what, a, what a wonderful thing. You know, we, we cheer when we see our family succeed. And, and that goes for our church family as well, doesn't it? Um, we want to, um, you know, want to see people succeed by, uh, by loving Jesus. And Jesus says, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. We know it's by faith that we've been saved, by grace. And uh, there are so many examples of faith in action in the Bible. But this one is just, like, so personal, so visual. Um, you know, she, um, you know she, she, she touches Jesus' clothes. I mean, maybe she, she stretched out her hand, um, you know, touched the hem of his, of his cloak. It was a faithful one. She, she believed that she knew her worth. She, she thought she knew what she was worth because of what she'd been told by culture, um, by, by the religious elite. Um, but Jesus saw what she was worth. She, he saw her faith. And he says, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Your faith has healed you. She's healed physically. Her body's better. Um, it's restored 
Um, and, and it's not just her, her body that's restored, but actually it's relationship with people and with, uh, and with God. So it's no longer a life in the shadows, but a life um, in the light. And, uh, and Jesus says, um, go in peace and be freed from your suffering. And that go in peace, that, you know, that idea of shalom is this, um, you know, just this, you know, we, we, we know it's a greeting. You know, we, we, know, it's a, you know, we, we know it's a greeting, but it's more, um, it's more than that. I, I can't imagine Jesus kind of saying it as a throwaway cheerio, you know, you know off, 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 off you trot, um, and shalom, you know. Um, he, 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 he meant it as a, it's a, it's a greeting plus, you know. It's like, um, you know... You know, it's just so, so meaningful. It's, it's more than our idea of tranquility. It's this idea of wholeness, of oneness, of kind of being, um, being, being at one with yourself, being at one with community. Um, yeah, just, just well-being. And, um, and, and it, does, it does make me wonder what was, what was more important, actually. The, um, the, you know, that, these words, this blessing from Jesus or the, um, or the healing. Now... The, um, the, 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 the big question, um, you know, that, that, I've, that I've got now is, uh, is, is being, being that it's half past seven, is whether we break into discussion groups. And I'm going uh, to call on the, on the negative um, for, for that. And, um, um, yeah, and just, just, finish up, um, just finish up now. Just by saying, um, you know, this, um, this, you know, this, um, uh, this, uh, this 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 passage is like so um, so familiar to us, and and what I just um, what I just urge you to do really, and uh, and again I know we're kind of busy and there's kind of so much kind of going on, but just kind of uh, just think about this um, this uh, you know this 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 particular passage, and and maybe um, if there's something new that you've learned um, that you've learned from it um, this evening, or you've thought about it in a new way, or if it's just affirmed something that you already knew, and uh, and just meditate on that, um, meditate on it this week. Jesus, thank you, thank you that we can make that approach to you, and uh, Father, thank you that we can make that approach to others, and Father, thank you that you would use even us to do that, and uh, we pray that this week uh, we might be like Jesus to uh, to others. Amen.